Log Talk Radio. Aloha. Welcome to Talking Pictures. Today is an extra cool day. Well, actually, every day is a cool day when we're on air, for me anyways, and hopefully the guests. Well, for the guests. I am in a rock and roll blues mood, and that is because today we are going to be talking about the Tampa Bay Blues Festival. Now, before you go, wait a minute, this is Talking Pictures. We talk movies. We have talked soundtrack. We are negotiating to have some composers on. And now is the time. I've wanted to do this since day one. I'm actually inspired to do this show by a favorite DJ of mine. So the movies are the records. So it's the same thing. The blues is my favorite music. And once I heard Blues Festival and in Tampa, which a couple of our producers are based there and our sound man, I thought, we got to support this and we got to carry on the blues because Generation X, Y, Z, and I don't know what the next one's going to be because we're down to Generation Z and we're out of the alphabet. They say they don't like the blues or country, but they love rock and roll. And all the rock and roll is blues mixed with country. So today we're going to be talking with Chuck Ross, who runs the Tampa Bay Blues Festival. He's going to tell us the history of it. He's also going to be playing at the festival, the Backtrack Blues Band. Looking at the tracks here, checking on my baby. Taj Mahal does a great version of that. Um, I will not attempt to sing, but man, that tune. Checking up on my baby, I don't know where she can be found. Not saying that only... Ladies cheat, but that is a tune that goes back. That brings the blues right to you and cuts through all the baloney and shows that the blues is one. Uh, Baby, please don't go. Man, I love John Lee Hooker's version. I love the Aerosmith version from Honkin' on Bobo back in 2004. Uh, Nothing beats these tunes. They're transcendent. They carry through time. One of my favorite blues tracks is Key to the Highway, which was made famous by Little Walter, but you have uh, Eric Clapton, who does it, with Derek and the Dominoes. B.B. King does it. Uh, I saw a great version on YouTube of Keith Richards and Eric Clapton. And this festival is going to be a good one here because we have some acts that are, have obviously been up and coming over the years. Well, they're not new musicians, but I stopped following the blues scene about six or seven years ago uh, because I was just seeing everybody I could in Turner and Santana and Aerosmith. And I was going to sometimes three or four concerts a month. I worked for a ticket company, but it was also because I dubbed the music. So Coco Montoya, He frequents the Coach House down here in Southern California. Again, this is a national and international show. So don't just think, well, I'm not in Tampa. Think of these names. And especially if you're a blues fan, you know them. Uh, I will pronounce it wrong. And I feel bad because Anna Popovich, Popovich, she is a ripper and a half. Hold on one moment. Uh, yes, Chuck. Okay, try try six five seven three eight three oh three seven three. 
Okay. Yeah. Call right back. Okay. That was Chuck Ross. Every once in a while, the studio doesn't act up, but for some reason, that phone number does. Go figure. The internet, it saves us and takes away from us at the same time. Some of the tunes on here, Shoot My Rooster, uh, Little Red Rooster, another great song written by the great Willie Dixon, and it's it's been done by The Doors, Jeff Beck, Clapton, everybody you could think of. You know, it's estimated that Willie Dixon is owed a billion dollars in royalties, but he's gone. And before we get to introducing the director, I love the titles of these songs because uh, the blues has kind of a language of its own. Um, so heavy built, built woman is also a blues slang for, pardon my language, uh, built like a brick house. Um, rich man blues, there's all kinds of stuff. The blues applies to everybody. And when people have told me I've never had the blues, well, if you've ever had a bad day, you've had the blues. Before I introduce Chuck, I want to I want to start this off with that great Albert King quote from the song Blues Power, where he says, "The little baby who's crying because they can't get the milk bottle quick enough has the blues." So that's how instinctual the blues goes. Now, Chuck, I've introduced that we're here to talk about the Tampa Bay Blues Festival. I mentioned Tab Benoit, Coco, Montoya, um, Anna, and, of course, the big surprise. Before we get into discussing the festival, why don't you tell them what the, the big surprise that brings blues lovers from Mars to hear him play? Uh, who... What's what's the big surprise on the, this list before we get going into the list and the festival? Well, thanks, Paul, for having me on your show. Uh, I think there are several big surprises, but uh, one for sure is the uh, legendary Chicago blues guitarist, Mr. Buddy Guy. Uh, he'll be performing on April 7. But we also have uh, Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame member Stephen Stills, Uh, of Crosby, Stills, Nash fame, who's playing with Kenny Wayne Shepard and Barry Goldberg in a fabulous all-star band called The Rides. And I'm really excited about that show. That's on uh, April the 8th. Uh, Also uh, has a double trouble rhythm section from Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, okay. Now, you had told me about Stephen Stills and Kenny Wayne. I've been lucky enough to see Kenny Wayne Stephen Stills plays on my favorite all-time blues album, which is Super Session with Al Cooper and Michael Bloomfield. And then, of course, they did the Super Session live at the Fillmore East, live at the Fillmore West. But I mentioned Buddy Guy. Uh, uh, I've met him, and, of course, Buddy is not anyone to separate or say he is the end-all, be-all, but... I mention him because he's one of the elders left. Uh, When we lost BB, uh, it was Buddy Guy who trained with Muddy Waters. And I had been mentioning the younger generation before you came on, Chuck, of that don't like country and don't like blues, but love rock and roll. And uh, Buddy Guy, of course, training with Muddy 
in the simplest terms, there's no with nobody guy, there's no Jimi Hendrix. With no Jimi Hendrix, there's no Steve Ray Vaughan. And with no Steve Ray Vaughan, there's no John Mayer to put it in terms of the youngest generation. So that's why I wanted to mention Buddy has a has a specific educational tool. Um, the double right. trouble rhythm section. Now that's some history too. Uh, I don't, like you said, I don't want to separate or do top to bottom, but has an educational aspect. Please just briefly tell us about uh, the significance and the treat that I've always wanted to see double trouble with Jimmy, um, Stevie Ray's brother. But uh, please just briefly tell us about double trouble. Then we'll jump into the festival. Well, you know, Double Trouble uh, is the name for the guys that formed the rhythm section for Stevie Ray Vaughan's uh, band uh, back in the day. And if any of your listeners went and saw Stevie Ray Vaughan, they would see that that uh, rhythm section. But I think what uh, what Stephen Stills tried to do with the rides is just assemble his all-star dream blues band. In other words, who are the guys that he would want to play with if he could choose from anyone in the world? And course we all know uh, that's a great rhythm section and then he added Barry Goldberg on B3 organ uh, electric flag uh, Paul Butterfield fame and of course I was going to say that Barry Barry Goldberg Goldberg from Paul Butterfield blues band sorry didn't mean to interrupt yeah yeah absolutely and then and then Kenny Wayne Shepherd and I don't you know hopefully your listeners have heard him play live but for a younger generation blues player, and of course he's not that young anymore, but to right. you and me, Paul, he, he would be the younger generation, but he is phenomenal and really uh, can play some traditional uh, stylings uh, in blues guitars. So he, he's somebody to take note of. So that, that should be oh, a ton yeah. of fun. Well, Kenny Wayne and Johnny Lang are those guys who are young but I remember Johnny Lang used to open for the Stones when he was like 18 so you know and we won't get into Quinn Sullivan who's who will who was sharing the stage with Buddy Guy at age seven um but that is an interesting story behind Stephen Stills because uh just as a blues listener I would uh this sounds like my dream band Stevie Ray Paul Butterfield Blues Band if you don't know that, unfortunately, most of them are gone. I think Sam Lay is still around, but look that up. If you take anything from today's show, besides checking out this Tampa Bay Blues Festival, if you want to learn more about the blues, a good starting point is the Paul Butterfield Blues Band, uh, Young White Kids, in a day when young white kids didn't go into Chicago clubs and trained with Muddy and Buddy and Halvin Wolf. But before we get off on how blues lovers can talk about everything on the planet, but why we're here, um, let's, sorry about that. We, we both know it's true. I mean, we could be here at five o'clock this afternoon and not even have mentioned Tampa Bay. Uh, so you got this great line, lineup, Coco Montoya, I had mentioned before you came on, played Southern California a lot. Uh, so that's going to hit a good part of our audience, even though we're, across the country and tab benoit i know has played numerous festivals i've seen i've seen him on the bill it was always on the day that i wasn't attending so wherever you want to start with the acts or if you want to give some brief history uh the floor is yours uh 
hit us with it. Well, you know, thank you, Paul. Um, of course, I'm happy to talk uh, about the Tampa Bay Blues Festival. This is our 23rd consecutive year, so we're one of the longest running blues festivals in the South and one of the largest uh, blues festivals in the United States. Uh, we won a Keeping the Blues Alive Award from the Memphis Blues Foundation in 2011, recognizing us as the top blues music festival in the United States. Uh, but it's a three-day event. It's staged right on the waterfront in St. Petersburg, Florida, uh, right on Tampa Bay. It's a beautiful grassy park with palm trees and open water views. So there's probably not a more beautiful music venue in America than what we have here in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, the, some of the artists that are playing, uh, you know, I book all the bands. I've been in blues music for uh, 40 years or so. So, uh, you know, I don't book anyone unless I know that they're great live performers. Um, but like I said, it's a three-day event. We start things off on Thursday, April 6th, with a show at the Palladium Theater. We call it our kickoff party, and that's with uh, vocalist, guitarist, uh, Samantha Fish. So she's going to be playing our kickoff party on Thursday. Then on Friday, April 7th, we have a harmonica uh, players that are exceptional. Dennis Grueling starts off at 12:30. Then we uh, then we have uh, Brandon Santini performing. After that, uh, guitarist Albert Cummings plays, and then of course uh, I think one of your favorites, Anna Popovic, uh, is going to perform. And closing out Friday night is the uh, Chicago legend uh, Buddy Guy. Um, on Saturday, uh, we start around 12.30 with uh, English guitarist Matt Schofield and then Samantha Fish plays, followed by another up-and-coming uh, star from the Chicago area, Taranzo Cannon. He's a great singer and guitar player and had the top blues record in the Living Blues radio charts for 2016. So he's somebody that folks need to pay attention to, Taranzo Cannon followed by California uh, guitarist uh, Coco Montoya, one of our favorites. I'm sure your fans love Coco Montoya. And then we close out Saturday night with the rides, and we've been talking about that band with Stephen Stills, Kenny Wayne Shepard, uh, Barry Goldberg, and the D Double Trouble rhythm section from Stevie Ray Vaughan's band. Uh, on Sunday, uh, April the 9th, we have another full day of music. start out with the Florida band Backtrack Blues Band followed by Canadian guitarist J.W. Jones. Uh, we have uh, a band that plays sacred steel blues music. It's kind of a cross between Pentecostal sacred music and blues. There's a band called the Lee Boys. They're a, they're a ton of fun. And then uh, Dawn Tyler Watson performs. She's the winner of the International Blues Challenge in Memphis uh, for 2017. She recently won that competition, and so she's the top one of the top blues uh, bands uh, around. Uh, Don Tyler Watson is somebody that we all need to get to know better. And, of course, closing the show is Louisiana uh, guitarist and legendary singer uh, Tad Benoit. So there's 15 bands over three days, and then we have after shows every night in the local clubs. They're all free with another eight bands performing. So it's 24 blues shows over three days. Uh, right on the waterfront in St. Petersburg, Florida. We have friends coming from all over the world, from Australia and Europe, uh, United Kingdom, uh, Sweden, Norway, Mexico, Brazil, 
and uh, folks coming from all over the United States. And I'm happy to say, Paul, uh, we have a lot of uh, good folks traveling from the state of California, where I know you're based. So uh, it's only a a plane trip away, and it's uh, one of the biggest weekends of blues music anywhere in the world, uh, coming right up on April 7, 8, and 9, 2017, right here in St. Petersburg, Florida. Well, that's uh, really fantastic because as I was listening to some of the backgrounds here of what you were mentioning, uh, that's such a perfecto mix because if you, if you haven't, the great thing about the blues was I discovered it so backwards. I'm your cliche. Uh, Martin Scorsese did that PBS series, and I thought, well, the blues, I'm not into the blues, but if Scorsese put his name on it, and the first song I ever heard was Steve Ray Vaughan's Pride and Joy. And I grabbed Taj Mahal, Keb Moe, B.B. King, and Jimi Hendrix, thinking Jimmy's not rock and roll, he's blues. And ended up on this 10-year, literally daily odyssey to the point of where my ex-girlfriend would say, no more Paul Butterfield blues band this week, or no more Buddy Guy this week. or And so I like how you have New Orleans, the double trouble of Austin. You have Buddy with Chicago, because uh, for those of you, and this is your chance to study the blues, so it's not condescending, uh, the blues is Memphis, and the, the meccas are Memphis, Chicago, uh, if you want to add in the jazz influence of Kansas City, but then New Orleans, Austin, and then the way it spread from the old days. So this is a really cool thing that you're also bringing in the region and the styles, which to me it's all blues, but that's a fantastic thing. And including the female singers, we can't ever forget the contributions of they're considered jazz, but Billie Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald and Coco Taylor. And um, when you, when I saw Albert Cummings, I just know that he's dead. Otherwise, I would have thought Albert Collins. And I thought, man, <laughs> this, this lineup's going bananas here. And when you just said Double Trouble, I went, oh, man, uh, the Double Trouble backing up. Uh, Butterfield Blues Band and Kenny Wayne and Stephen Stills. I have seen Kenny Wayne a few times open for BB. Um, and of course, uh, for all you blues fans, know all these names. Joe Bonamassa is also a guy out there who just seems to set the stage on fire. I'm surprised they don't call the fire department when he tears into it. Uh, but so you've you've been running this festival and I see since 95. So congrats to you for um, keeping this going so long. And as I told you before, off the air, um, anything to keep the blues alive and to keep it, has it been um, from being thought of like jazz, the way, you know, once, uh, you know, now we don't have Dave Brubeck anymore and, Luckily, we still have Sonny Rollins, but we don't have those spearheads. So uh, this is some great stuff. Now, I'm going to be a little bit of a geek here. And again, I'm not being, uh, I'll admit I'm being biased, but with 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 Anna, um, again, what, what day is she going to be playing? 
Anna uh, plays immediately before Buddy Guy, so she plays at 6.30 p.m. on Friday, April 7th. Whoa. You're, man, you're really looking to burn down the joint. Woo. Um, well, you're you're, what, you're what making the, me want to cancel my event and fly out. Well, I think you should do that, Paul. There's no question <laughs> that you'd have more fun with us partying in St. Petersburg on the waterfront uh, than any place else. But you know, uh, some of your listeners probably don't know this, but Buddy Guy's booking agent is the same booking agent that represents Anna Popovic. And so okay. he uh, sort of convinced me to book them back to back. And I think he, he told me that there was a strong likelihood uh, that they would get together and jam some at some point during Buddy's show. So can you imagine that? Uh, Anna Popovic uh, uh, and Buddy Guy playing guitar together. That would be something special. Ooh, you know, there's nothing. I know that's Buddy. He loves to uh, get on stage and jam, and uh, he's the master showman. And, um, you know, bless Buddy for that. Um, of course, Buddy Guy's Legends has when you click on the Tampa Bay page and click on him. If you're ever in Chicago, check out his club. Um, I got to see him there from the first table from the stage. Um, but while we're mentioning Anna, you know, Tampa Bay Blues Festival is giving you a chance here to get introduced to a musician. But since we do have, and this is not to take away from Tampa Bay, but since we do have audience across the country, um, she is going to be touring. So, uh, Virginia, Maryland, Alabama, New York. Uh, know that you can catch these acts. Uh, Buddy himself is a major road warrior, um, as all these acts are. Um, so, you know, take your chance here to come out and check out Tampa Bay. And if you really love them, I mean, I've, I remember one time I saw B.B. King and Robert Cray uh, three times in the same weekend because I just thought, <laughs> You know, one's not enough, and one of the shows included Kenny Wayne, and one included Joe Bonamassa, and it was 10 or 12 years ago, so it was kind of just like, uh, this is my comment separate from the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Blues Festival. If you are not into the blues, this is, the, this is, I would say this is the perfect festival to jump in, and when it hits you, it is like, being an alcoholic because you find you can't get enough. Uh, the second you discover certain albums, you're just like, okay, I'm going to be listening to this when I'm 80, if I make 80. And um, so it's great here that there's some acts that are, when I say new musician, we all know that musicians work so hard to get to where they are all the way up to these guys that are uh, Buddy and Steven Stills. Um, I see Brandon Santini, and the photo here uh, is Harp. So is he kind of your representation of a main harmonica ripper, like a Little Walter or Charlie Musselwhite or James Cotton? Or Yes, uh, we have uh, uh, a, few, a number of the acts uh, feature great harmonica players, but Brandon Santini is, uh, is again, he's a newer generation player. He lives in Memphis, uh, but he's a great singer and harmonica player, and uh, 
He's a wonderful uh, show, so you don't want to miss that. And then uh, also on that day, that's Friday, April 7th, we have Dennis Grueling playing, who's one of the really top amplified harmonica players uh, alive today. Uh, he is just an amazing harmonica player. So we have two great harp players on April 7th uh, to pick from. And, of course, they're, they're both fabulous and they're amazing harmonica players. That's brilliant because, uh, you know, of course, Little Walter who and Sonny Boy Williamson, but Little Walter, um, and I'm not name dropping here, he's just a friend, uh, Charlie Musselwhite uh, training with Little Walter, and uh, they call him Memphis Charlie. So I forgot when I was mentioning New Orleans, of course, Memphis is the, is, uh, the Ground Zero Blues Club from Morgan Freeman. But I was interested in this photo because I love the harmonica. I'm a big fan of Junior Wells and James Cotton. And uh, so thank you for uh, this uh, name that's new to me to add to the list because um, you you have reminded me of I have actually started going back to, because like I said, I listened to the blues so much that it hit a point where it was like I overdosed. Um, (laughs) If they they were drugs, I would be gone. And so it was kind of like, okay, I don't, I don't have anything else here new to go. And luckily I have a music teacher who is a DJ 40 years. So he'll say, Hey, you know, cheap trick put out a rock album and there's a few blues tunes or, check out this Tom Petty blues tune that he did and snuck under the pop radio radar. And so to see the, some of these names that are new to me, um, I'm digging it. Now I would be on that plane out there. Uh, the event I'm covering in Los Angeles, it's actually going to be my sixth year. So I just have a strong personal commitment to them. And I remember when I looked this up, I went, no, why the seventh, eighth, and ninth? I'm I'm in Tampa later that month for something, but just why can't it be another weekend? I I want to see these new names. I want to finally get to see Coco Montoya, who's always playing a half an hour down the freeway, and Tab Benoit, and and you're saying Double Trouble, and that's making me go like, eh. and so you're. Um, our fans uh, and our listeners love music and a lot of them are just about all arts so they're, they're, they're Buddy Guy fans and they're blues fans and they're, the movies that we uh, review or get to see have some blues soundtracks or have the thrill is gone playing in the background um, and that goes to show you where filmmakers, you know, don't have a budget for an actor, but somehow they license VB's song. So I wanted to get into that. I see this here. Oh gosh, I do. You maybe know something about the Backtrack Blues Band? Is there anything you could tell them about us? Tell tell us about them. Well, uh, Paul, uh, they're a a Florida-based blues band. I'm going to have to confess something. I am a member of the Backtrack Blues Band. I've been playing blues music myself for uh, well over 30 years. 
Uh, Backtrack Blues Band uh, was formed in 1980 in Florida. Uh, it is uh, one of Florida's longest-running uh, blues uh, bands. It's sort of a, an electric blues band with both Chicago and Texas stylings. Our guitar players are kind of influenced heavily by T-Bone Walker and Stevie Ray and Jimmy Vaughn, people like that. So he's got a real Texas feel. Uh, myself, I'm a huge uh, Paul Butterfield, little, little Walter fan, just like you were describing earlier. And so I come at it from more of a Chicago blues uh, vein. Uh, but together we have a pretty cool sound, I think. And uh, we put out a new record called Way Back Home. It's on the Harpo uh, Records label. And uh, it uh, rose to number eight on the Roots Music Blues Rock Radio charts in the United States and Canada. And it's currently being played uh, on radio throughout uh, Europe and Australia and uh, Scandinavia. Uh, so uh, it's uh, our most successful record, our fifth record. But uh, anyway, we, uh, we uh, love to play blues music, and that's how I came into blues uh, as a musician and performer. And that led to me eventually wanting to start the blues festival so I could support other musicians and bands that I loved and that were inspiring me. Uh, during my career. So uh, hopefully some of your listeners will go out and buy the Backtrack Blues Band CD. It's called Way Back Home, and it, like I say, it's one of our best and charted in the top 10. was also selected as among the top 50 blues CDs in the world uh, for the year 2016. Excellent. Well, congratulations on that. Pardon me, i got to take a quick drink of water. We have a very informal show when you were asking me about it earlier our original intention was to have uh, this be a show where it's like the guest and the host are like two buddies talking films in a coffee shop and we actually wanted to add coffee shop ambience because we thought this is a virtual film art now music talk and that's why sometimes we allow for it to go the train to go a little bit off the track uh, because we <laughs> want people to feel at home. We don't want it to be a talk show where it's, okay, Chuck, where are you from? And what gave you this idea? And, oh, you've been playing this long. Okay, well, thanks for your time. And now we're going to cut to commercial. So we, we want people to uh, feel comfortable. We want them to get some education out of it. We want them to say, hey, you know what, I, I don't live anywhere near Tampa, but I'm going to Google if there's a blues festival in my town that uh, Tab Benoit is going to be playing at. Or um, So all that is uh, part of it. Now, I just wanted to mention, since you had mentioned Anna and Buddy Guy, they're on the Experience Hendrix Tour, which, of course, uh, is playing Los Angeles April 1st. And I have another commitment on April 1st, so um, don't know why uh, anything would fall on a day I can go. But um, we want to let you guys know that, the, like I was saying, these musicians do go other places. Won't even get into the Experience Hendrix Tour because that's just a completely different thing. Uh, it will also be hitting Houston, Jackson, Denver, so if you uh, like Anna, Buddy, and some of the – Kenny Wayne is usually on that tour. Um, uh, Going to be some some goodies flying all over the place. Now, 
another thing I wanted to mention here, you mentioned Samantha Fish, and I'm clicking on her website here. I know nothing, and I love that because I think you get to learn every day. So uh, I see that, that she's touring. So please tell us a little bit more about her. Well, Samantha Fish, I first met up in the uh, Blues Music Awards ceremony in Memphis a couple of years ago. She is a young, uh, frankly, a, a lovely uh, young lady uh, who uh, who sings and plays guitar, and she fronts her own band. Uh, you know, she's just a really gifted guitar player and singer, and then excite puts on an exciting show. And uh, again, it's it's a new that newer generation. You know, I don't know her age, but I I don't think she's thirty. I mean, I don't know. If she's you know a younger player, and carrying on the uh, the traditions of uh, of uh, great blues. So uh, you know, she's an exciting uh, performer, and uh, like I said, she's going to play our kickoff party in a theater setting on Thursday, uh, April sixth, and then she performs later in the huge. Uh, environs of uh, Benoit Park there on the waterfront on our big stage for the uh, Tampa Bay Blues Festival. But, you know, all the things we're discussing, Paul, as far as the Blues Festival and who's playing and the uh, the uh, the uh, attributes of the festival, they can all be uh, obtained from our Blues Fest uh, website at yes. tampabaybluesfest.com. So anyone can just Google uh, Tampa Bay Blues Fest and see our lineup and uh, read about our history and hopefully uh, be incented to come out and join us on April 7, 8, and 9 because the weather's beautiful. The setting is right there on the water. Uh, it's a beautiful downtown. It's a really cool downtown community in St. Petersburg, Florida. And uh, literally, you'll go to the Blues Fest. You'll hear music all day. Uh, then you'll walk to the nightclubs at night and hear more great blues music. So it's it's a very friendly environment. You don't even need an automobile. You can just walk from the park to the clubs and back and forth to the hotels. So it's a really friendly environment and a fun time for music fans, which is why so many people from overseas as well as all around the country, they literally plan their musical vacations around the Tampa Bay Blues Festival. And I'm here to tell you we are so grateful to have so many loyal fans like that that travel from all over the place uh, to party with us at the Tampa Bay Blues Fest. And it's only a few three weeks or so away, so it's time to make your plans now, Paul. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I love that you're saying St. Petersburg and party and party because the film festivals that I'm uh, associated with through media or uh, will be attending the Sunscreen Festival at the end of the month um, it, uh, I hear the word of good films and parties, good parties, good parties and good films. And so I love this idea of going down to St. Pete because I'm a retired partier. I'm 38. So I don't, so blues shows, you know, to tell you the truth, I don't know if I've ever been to a blues show without some alcohol in my system or my opinion not the Tampa Bay Blues Festival, uh, marijuana. So um, this almost makes me want to go just to be like, wow, a sober blues festival. Um, and you have me very interested in 
Samantha Fish. I'm looking at her other tour dates. Unfortunately, she doesn't come near me because I love uh, in film. I don't know how it is in music, but there's a major movement right now of, well, never mind. We're not going to get into world politics, but there's a major movement of female film directors. And um, so to see here um, that we have a, that you're putting females on the bill, just kudos to that because I do believe that we're all one, we're all human, but I do believe there's that little extra bit. Um, I always think of Chrissy Hines of the Pretenders where there's just that little bit of woman on the guitar, Susan Tedeschi, um, that does bring a little something different. So um, with that, we are going to be, we're coming down to our last few minutes. So I want to give, again, like Chuck said, we have VIP packages, we have a kickoff party, we have after shows, um, we have a great list of artists, from up and coming to uh, circuit veterans like Tab Benoit, Coco Montoya, uh, Buddy Guy's just a life veteran, uh, Steven Stills. If you have the chance to see Double Trouble, if you can just pick one day, do that for the history. And so now we do what we do with guests, where we turn it over to the guests for anything they'd like to say and also. So you get your shot at uh, plugging any other social media that you'd like to. Well, you know, Paul, thank you. It's been a lot of fun talking about the blues with you. I can tell you're you're a serious, passionate blues lover, and so am I. And uh, if anyone out there thinks blues music is not important or not hip, uh, they need to reevaluate because, uh, truthfully, uh, blues music is the foundation of all contemporary music around the United States, and I would even argue around the world. Uh, There would be no R&B, there would be no hip-hop, there would be no rock and roll, there would be no soul music uh, without without the blues. So the blues is the foundation. They say the blues is the roots and everything else is the fruits. Willie Dixon. Yep. yep, but uh, you know, to me, the blues is 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 the base, and blues music is fun to party to and dance to, and just have a ball with. It is not the slow, sad stuff people stereotype it as being. Uh, it's it's fun, happy dance music. As far as I'm concerned, that's what I dig about it. But as far as social media goes, I would urge everyone please uh, go to the Facebook page for Tampa Bay Blues Fest, and please like us. And uh, and when we put posts up, would you please share them with other people that you think are blues uh, music lovers? Because we really want to build a community of uh, of blues fans out there. Our uh, website, of course, is TampaBayBluesFest.com, and that is a, a really great uh, website. Has lots of information, pictures, uh, and uh, data about the bands and and the. Uh, uh, the Blues Fest itself. Uh, one thing we do at the Tampa Bay Blues Fest, Paul, that's a little bit different perhaps than uh, what you typically see in an outdoor music festival is we have a really uh, superb VIP experience or VIP program that we offer guests who, who want to uh, experience a festival at a more comfortable and uh, in a really uh, top uh, way. 
Uh, this is, uh, allows for people who buy a VIP pass to sit right up front in front of the stage, hear the music very close up. Uh, they had private area out on the uh, on right on Tampa Bay with big shade tents and complimentary uh, drinks and food, uh, and it's really one of the very best uh, ways to experience a music festival that I would think anyone has ever ever had. And we're really proud of this. I mean, we bring in top notch food and chefs and uh, local restaurants, and it is uh, an A plus way to experience blues music. So. If any of your guests are willing to travel, consider buying the VIP pass and see a festival up close and personal in a comfortable way that very, very few outdoor music festivals can offer anyone. Uh, this is something unique, and I hope some of your listeners will give it a try. I think they'll be highly impressed. So anyway, go to TampaBayBluesFest.com. Check us out. Uh, we love you. We appreciate uh, your support of the blues, and uh, we have a great festival coming up in three weeks. And we really hope that lots of uh, lots of the listeners there uh, from your uh, podcast, Paul, will join us in St. Petersburg, for Florida, on April seven, eight, nine, for a big blues uh, celebration. Well, and we just wanted to say this is another thing. Uh, the last thing I would like to say. Um, and then we're down to two and a half minutes. So thank you, Chuck, for coming on and for sharing this with us. But the other thing that Chuck said here about the VIP that I want to acknowledge the festival for is it says, oh, where'd it go? Um, the, is it, what is it, $45 a day or a hundred, or no, 35? What's the day, day, and three day price range? Yeah, I mean, if everyone will go to our website, it's all set forth oh, no, there on the I buy ticket link. Yeah, what I well, what I wanted to say was was that most festivals, uh, the VIP package will be four hundred and fifty dollars, and your three day thing is one hundred and ten. Um, this is not that, and there's actually also a special rate at the Marriott. So um, take a look at that. Get to that website. And I'm only mentioning this because websites nowadays, not yours, can be so hard and you miss things. So um, do what you can. And even if you can just, uh, you know, it's for everyone. So if, if, you're, if you're down on your luck, which is part of the blues, and you can get in one day, then get in one day. Um, this is a fantastic lineup. Um, Chuck, I will talk to you more off the air. I'm very interested now in uh, Samantha Fish, so I would like to know more about that. I'll drop you an email, but we just want to thank you, all of our team, because as you know, it is a team thing. It is not just the director, head of a show. Um, thank you for uh, telling us about this, and um, just know that I would be there in two seconds if I could. So we we wish you the best with this and we'll be in touch more about the other stuff we've been discussing. Well, thank you, Paul, for having us on and we look forward to seeing lots of your listeners at the Tampa Bay Blues Festival in St. Petersburg, Florida, April 7, 8, and 9. It's going to be a really great time. Oh, yes. Sounds like, you know, it's, I, I'm I'm actually starting to get some of the depression blues that I'm not going. So I wanted oh, to good, thank you uh, for that, Chuck. <laughs>
Well, you have a well, thank wonderful, you, Paul. That you have a wonderful Aloha day and best wishes with that uh, final craziness weeks of prep. Thank you, Paul, and we'll see you. If we don't see you this year, we'll see you next year at the Tampa Bay Blues Festival. Oh, yes. I'm marking it on my calendar and inviting myself. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you take care. Very good. All right. Thank you, Paul. Aloha. Bye. Bye-bye. Aloha. Well, that was Chuck Ross with the Tampa Bay Blues Festival. I'm amped. I'm actually going to listen to some blues right now. This has got me all jacked up. So I will sign off as always. You know me, but I will always do it. My sign off, morning, afternoon, or night, make sure and listen to some or watch some good movies, YouTube some good blues, and my favorite word, aloha.